Mr. Graves, and you don't feel ashamed. <laughs> from a remote corner of the Grave Diggers Union Hall in Lethbridge, just north of the middle of nowhere. This is Six Foot Plus, the podcast of music and more for those who like it spooky.
the heat is on, the sun is out, and the bodies are baking in the street. Zombies are turning into roasting cadavers, and I think I saw Satan stopping by a street side ice cream truck so he could get something cool to eat. Uh, don't blame him. The summer is in full effect here, north of the middle of nowhere, and we cannot be happier. Because we've reached our low tolerance for this horrid weather weeks ago. Most ghouls do not do well in the summer. The prolonged sunshine, the rising temperatures, and the lack of fear-inducing atmosphere makes the summer months a drag for Dragulas, Monsterellas, and Basement Chuds alike. There are some summer ghouls out there that look to these hot months with glee. Beach banshees, creatures from all sorts of lagoons, blue, black, green, and jersey. Even some vampires put on SPF 666 and hide underneath massive umbrellas in order to hear the sound of the roaring waves and perhaps grab a quick bite to eat while out on the shore. Personally, in the past few years, I've become more appreciative of the summer. In fact, just last week, I went to the water park with my niece and nephew, and I only drowned three times! That's a record for me! So amid record-setting temperatures and the oncoming climate change catastrophe, let's chill as if we're a funeral home's walk-in freezer with another cool episode of Six Foot Plus. This is the program broadcasting from the other side of your summer midnights, a showcase of such genres of music as horror punk, psychobilly, mutant garage rock, demented surf, sinister synth, and whatever else we happen to find in the bottom of the beach cooler. Bobbing along with those stale fruity beers your friend's friend brought as a way to clean out their fridge. Episodes new and old can be found online at sixfootplus.com on Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Mixcloud, Pocket Casts, and the like. Be a fiend and subscribe, rate, review, and recommend this show to all your spooky friends. Be our friends online. Facebook and Twitter, it's Six Foot Plus, and Six Foot Plus Podcast on Instagram. I literally just started both a Discord and a Slack channel before recording this. I will plug them over the summer, and I think we need to do something because Facebook is lame, Instagram is such a bad way for me to communicate, and I just think it would be cool to set up a space where we can share music and interact with each other, dear listener. I'll share the link on our current social media and come up with a way that I can broadcast it here, but if you want an invite, you can always shoot an email over to contact at sixfootplus.com. Remember to spell it with the number 6, F-T-P-L-U-S. You can also send in a request, a shout-out, or a message, and we do have the 6-foot-plus deadline, 347-391-1953. Call in a request, a dedication, a shout-out, or anything, and we'll play it on the next episode. Shout-out to the Dead Letters office. For some reason, the deadline was not working, and we got your request for L7. Sadly, we don't have such the authority to play that here. We'll do our best next time, though. I am your host and curator, the Monster DJ, coming your way on a necrophonic radio wave. Which, fun fact, is my way of paying tribute to both the 3D Invisibles and WFMU's Toddophonic Todd. 
since both really helped me out during low periods of my life. Speaking of low, I'm your graveyard pen pal, your dead letter best friend, the humanoid from the deep, but this time with consent. The wacky weirdo whipping up some wild wax tracks, your friendly neighborhood gravedigger, the always delayed, slightly decayed, but never afraid, one and thankfully only, Strange Jason. Hello. We're halfway through July, and while we wistfully look towards the calendar to see there's about 100 days until Halloween, give or take, we should appreciate what time we have. Mainly because I still have a lot of work to do before Halloween gets here. So, if August could hold off for a bit, and if September could, I don't know, take a few more laps around the block before parking itself, that would be great. We'll try to keep both the heat and Autumn at Bay with this episode full of music from The Neptunas, Asdia Bats, The Pretty Bats, The Grave Babes, and more. Monster Matt Patterson will get buried up to his head in sand, despite being nowhere near the beach, in a sun-bleached Monster Matt Minute. Craig Chaos will also drop by in the Monster Coach for another rip-roar and killer cut. We kicked off the show with the Venom Lords. Much like the zombies they sing about, the Venom Lords have been dead for a while now, but we always keep out hope that they'll rise from their grave to play once again. We followed them with the blood types, the day the sun explodes. Which feels like every day, really. It feels like it has been every day from July 1st to what will probably be two weeks after Labor Day. We ended that opening set with Zombina and the Skeletones with good advice for all of you pasty creeps out there. Don't go into the light. Granted, the song wasn't a warning for the luminescent crowd to avoid the outside world during the summer months, but we'll take what we can get. Right now, we'll take Dee Dee Ray. Huge apologies on my part, as I didn't include a song from this Argentinian guitarist on our last episode. Ugh. A huge oversight. Mission Tango Surf by D.E. Ray is definitely one of the more engaging surf slash twang records that has come out in 2019. I'm no longer the beast with a thousand eyes, so stuff like that flies under the radar more often than not. Apologies, but thankfully we have plenty of time left to catch up on all the things I've missed, so we'll do that now. Off of Mission Tango Surf, here is D.D. Ray with Terremoto Stomp.
Shop online all hours of the night at catslikeus.com and they get what they want. T-shirts, tight dresses, handbags, and more. These girls are dressed to kill. Too young to be careful, too tough to be afraid. I get my kicks at Cats Like Us, city of Tonawanda. Catslikeus.com. This is Alexandra West. This is Andrea Subasati from the Faculty of Horror. And you're listening to Six Foot Plus.
The Black Widows, with one of the tracks off of their brand new 7-inch split with the 99ers, Mummy Mama Boogie. The track may not be new, but the split is. We have been blessed this summer as the Black Widows have been out on a short East Coast tour beginning at the start of July. They hit up Howlers in Pittsburgh, the Seafarer Bar in Highlands, New Jersey, and the Hideaway in Asbury Park. They just played the Rockaway Music Festival out at Rockaway Beach, and if you missed it, don't worry. The band will be coming back to New York City at the end of August as they'll join Mystery Girl for the summer ending Get Weird at Otto Shrunken Head, August 31st. Mark your calendars. I highly recommend that you make your way out for that because it's going to be a phenomenal show. We here at Six Foot Plus have been fans of the Black Widows for years, so it's awesome that A, we're going to be able to get to see them, and B, that more people around the country are finally discovering this awesome Minnesota band. And not for nothing, but Mystery Girl are pretty awesome as well. They just put out their own brand new 7-inch, Heartbreaker, and that is a prime cut of cream of the crop rock and roll. So make your way out to Otto's August 31st and see them in the flesh. You also heard The Dyes, Can't Hardly Stand It. If you can't hardly stand a break in the music, then don't worry. Another band we unfortunately overlooked in our six-month retrospective was Teenage Cave Girl. The Austin, Texas duo released Candy Cigarettes, their debut album, at the start of June. Just goes to show, dear listener, that 2019 has been a great year for new music. Here now, a cut from their album, Candy Cigarettes, Teenage Cave Girl and Devil Boy.
an act that DJ Grigori has been trying his hardest to get for Get Weird, Bang Bang Band Girl, and a version of her song, Sweet Talk. Some major horror punk news broke recently, dear listener, but before I talk about that, I want to let you know that Phantom Creep Theater makes its return to Coney Island on Saturday, June 20th at 10pm. The Mighty Moloch, Eck the Ghoul, Decomposer, Farmer Smith, and the rest of the creeps will present The Strange Case of Captain Ramper, the 1927 German silent drama. Along with the classic film, there will be plenty of spook show shenanigans, so head on down to the legendary Coney Island Sideshow and see it in person. It's not for the faint of heart, but I believe that you're brave enough. You can do this. And go out, support my friends. Once again, tickets are $20 on July 20th at 10pm. With that bit of house cleaning done and done, let's talk about the story that has probably been on all your horror punk friends' timelines. The Misfits are playing Madison Square Garden in October. From Lodi, New Jersey to the place dubbed the world's most famous arena, the original Misfits, aka Glenn Danzig and Jerry Only, backed by Doyle, Dave Lombardo, and AC Slade, will play a quote-unquote hometown Halloween gig on October 19th with The Damned and Rancid opening. First off, that alone is a stacked bill. Seeing both The Misfits and The Damned play during peak Halloween season, that's wild. I'm not entirely sure where Rancid fits into the bill. They're from Berkeley, and you'd think that the promoters would want to have a New York hardcore act on there. The last time the Misfits played the Northeast, uh, back at the Prudential Center in Newark in 2018, the lineup included Harley Flanagan of the Cro-Mags and Murphy's Law. They also had suicidal tendencies, but, you know, suicidal tendencies still can go. Of course, they have plenty of time to make any more additions, so we'll just have to wait and see. We'll also have to see if I actually go. I mean, you won't have to see, dear listener, it's more of a personal thing, but yes, yes, yes. While I just extolled the virtues of seeing the Misfits in October, you know, I went to that show at the Prudential Center and... It was fine. It's a hockey arena, so the sound sucked. I literally bought back of the building tickets, so the band was like half a mile away. They instituted this no cell phone policy, which forced us to put our devices in these like weird pouches that wouldn't be opened until the end of the show. The food and the beer at the venue was almost as expensive as the merch they were selling outside. For all the positives, there were a lot of negatives. And with that said, I, you know what? I did get goosebumps when they played Halloween. And while the Madison Square Garden is where the Rangers play, it's also a venue known for its musical acts. So perhaps the sound will be better. Another reason why I'm not really rushing to get my tickets once presale goes up is that tickets were expensive. Floor tickets were well over 200 bucks per person. Like, even the cheap seats weren't cheap. And the funny thing is, the day of the show, there were plenty of tickets being resold through Ticketmaster's resale market. Those $250 floor tickets were going for half that amount. So, I don't know, I'm going to adopt a quote-unquote wait-and-see policy until the day of the show. 
This strategy, though, may come to bite me in the ass, because there are so many more people in New York City than there are in Newark, New Jersey. And if I miss out on this, I just might miss out on the last original Misfits reunion show. You see, there was once a time when the idea of Glenn Danzig singing his old songs alongside Jerry Only was just a pipe dream. But in 2016, the band reunited for Riot Fest. They played both the Denver and Chicago dates, which in itself may have been a horror punk miracle, but thanks to Metal Sucks, who did an excellent job in digging. It seems as if the decades of bad blood between Jerry and Glenn just didn't vanish overnight, and that in fact, a pricey, protracted lawsuit between the two may have been the real reason that we have had these shows. In 2014, Danzig sued Jerry, alleging that he wasn't getting his fair cut of the prolific Misfits merchandise money. Uh, we'll, we'll include a link to Metal Sucks report in the show notes, but the gist of it is this. On May 12, 2016, the two parties settled. While the official documents were sealed and redacted, Metal Sucks found an unsigned draft of the proposed settlement that includes, quote, the parties agreed to perform no fewer than 10 Misfits reunion shows to coincide with the 40th anniversary of the band. After that settlement, the Misfits reunited and played Denver and Chicago. In 2017, they played Las Vegas and Los Angeles. 2018, New Jersey. And this year, 2019, so far they've played Chicago in April, Los Angeles in June, and have agreed to play Oakland, Denver, and Seattle in September. They've also agreed to headline Psycho Las Vegas, replacing Megadeth since that band had to pull out due to Dave Mustaine's recent cancer diagnosis. For those keeping count, barring that last-minute Psycho Las Vegas substitution, the Madison Square Garden date in October will be the 11th Misfits reunion show. Now, it's possible that the official settlement you know, those sealed documents, raised the number of reunion shows. It's also possible that Danzig and Jerry Only found a way to put aside their differences since these reunion shows make a lot of money. One Metal Sucks commenter said that the first four reunion shows pulled in a million dollars each. And the lion's share of that money goes to Glenn and Jerry as they are listed as the quote-unquote original Misfits members. Doyle, Dave, and AC are reportedly employees of the band, meaning they don't get paid as much. And if, and by looking at Doyle's ridiculous, almost Henry Rollins-esque touring schedule with his band, man, either he loves playing music live or he really isn't as loaded as his brother and former band member. I mean, I don't really want to know. Maybe Doyle really does love playing music. In fact, he's probably coming to your town sooner than you think, and you can see him for about 20 bucks, which will be far less than what you'll pay for a Misfits t-shirt at this Madison Square Garden show. Speaking of which, is this concert worth your time, dear listener? Is paying anywhere from $150 to $300 really worth it? 
Look, if you've never heard Glenn Danzig sing your favorite Misfits song live, then yeah, I'd have to say going to see him and the rest of the band is a good experience. Plus, this may be the last time Glenn has even gone on record saying that he doesn't see many more reunion concerts happening. I really think that MSG will have better sound, and you can always get some cheap food at one of the many halal trucks stationed around the area or you can go and find yourself a 24-hour diner. But let's be honest, this is going to be an arena rock show. It will be overpriced. It will be the rock and roll experience that punk supposedly was the antithesis of. But if you know what you're getting into, what this show will be, and what it will be not, before you buy your tickets, then you won't end up with buyer's remorse. Hell, if the resale seats are going for cheap the night of the show, you might even see me there. And if you do, come on by, say hello, and then you can yell at me for what I'm about to do next. Expose you yet again to the man of a thousand bad monster jokes with this, the Monster Mat Minute. Good morning, maniacs! <laughs> yeah, that's right. It is I, your feed, yours truly, Monster Matt Patterson, the man of a thousand bad monster jokes hailing all the way from Pennsylvania. Hey -o! Yeah, and hey -o to you sitting in the corner of the tomb, you freaky thing, you. <laughs> all right, maniacs, we're going to take a little trip down memory lane. Uh, we're going to go all the way back. Way back. No, even further than that. To um, a time where I wrote my first few jokes, getting me on the path to superstardom, thanks to you. <laughs> All right, here we go. Strap in. It's coming. Here we go. What do you get by crossing Wolfman and a GPS system? Werewolf. Oh, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, what do you get by crossing a vampire and a podiatrist? Nosferatu! <laughs> See, I got you there, you little piggies. <laughs> what do you get by crossing the gill man with lentils? The creature from the black legume! Mm-hmm. It's true. Uh, hear about the hip-hop ghost? Uh, she broke up with her boo. <laughs> uh, what game do little coroners play? Toe tag. <laughs> and we're going to wrap this up with your final punishment. This one's a newer one. Same kind of direction, though. How tall is Godzilla's girlfriend? Well, she's so tall, they call her Bay Hamath. <laughs> it just doesn't get any better than this. Uh, from 2009 or so, when I started writing until now and beyond. Oh, brother, and you stuck with us all the way. My, aren't you sticky? <laughs> Go have a path, maniacs. All right, maniacs, that's it. Until next time, remember, Ouija board wishes and cadaver dreams. Bye-bye. This has been the Monster Matt Minute with Monster Matt Patterson. Congratulations, you've survived. For more from the Man of a Thousand Bad Monster Jokes, follow Matt on Twitter at OneMonsterMatt. Number One Monster Matt. 
Keep track of his convention appearances, his artwork, and his books, Ha Ha Horror and Bride of Ha Ha Horror, over at his website, hahahorror.com.
Scream Queen Rain Brown, and you're listening to Six Foot Plus. Enjoy! A trio of rockin' sleazy tracks. You just heard Evil Things by The Pretty Bads, which came off of their 2018 release. We also heard a cut from The Dagger Debs, who released their self-titled album last year. We were blessed with Whitechapel Blues. We also heard Hot Dog Girl and the Sesame Buns. Boys are driving me mad. Some classic sleazy, gutter, sexy, greasy rock and roll from the UK. And from the UK to Southern CA, we go with this. Chaos 
It's Killer Cuts with Craig Chaos. Craig, for those who don't know, is a record producer, a writer, a podcaster, a cool dude, and a vinyl record collector. Every month or so, he reaches deep into the crypt of chaos to produce a vinyl cut for you and me. This month, Craig writes, Since forming in 2009, the San Pedro, California female trio known as Bomb On has released a handful of music with Burger Records, 45 RPM Records, and the Japanese underground label I Hate Smoke. They play live locally in their San Pedro area and all over California quite regularly, opening for such bands as Mr. Chups, Boss Martians, and the Creepy Creeps. They have also toured with the Pine Hill Haints. Their blend of 50s surf music with 60s garage rock makes their mostly instrumental songs a deliciously juicy blend of audible goodness. Here now from their 2010 album, Los Chicas del Bombom, this is Fangbanger. <laughs>
Friday and Saturday night, the Professional Dragster Association presents the ninth annual PDA Championship at Orange County International Raceway. The P stands for professional, and the pros respectively request door slammers stay home. There's just no room for stalkers when over 200 drivers are trying to make a 240-mile-per-hour living. Top fuelers, more than you've ever seen in one place. Funny cars, pro stocks, pro comps, the pros, and only the pros. A $50,000 cash purse brings U.S. Nationals champ Marvin Graham from Oklahoma to tangle with James Warren, Jeb Allen, Colin Olson, Tony Nancy, and right in the middle of the fight, the one they call Cha-Cha. I used to feel as though the fellas are really forming, but uh, there seems to be a lot of sour grapes. This fox from Michigan is for real, guys. She's flat beating everybody, including Don Garlitz this year. And it used to be a thing with me. You know, I just love to get to the boys. I just love the tantrums they throw, and they kick their cars and beat their cars with their helmets, and it's great. I like it. Just to prove there's no hard feelings, the PDA invites all gals free to Friday's 4 to 11 p.m. qualifying. Saturday, the ground begins to quake at 9 a.m. The only 32-car fuel show you'll see this year kicks off racing at 6 p.m. OCIR this Friday and Saturday night. The Neptunas, Little Miss Go-Go. This month at Get Weird, we'll see the Mary Lou's play the back of Otto's shrunken head. The spooky, ooky, sometimes kooky horror punk group from nowhere, New Jersey, will tease and tantalize the audience, leaving them hungry for more. Come by and drink like it's the end of the world, because afterwards, we'll usher in the Age of Apocalypso. 
Following their debut performance at the start of this month, the mysterious entity that is Age of Apocalypso brings about Armageddon at the July edition of Get Weird. It's all going down on July 27th at 10 o'clock, and it's free! So bring money to give to the bands and to buy drinks. Brush off your beach sand, put on some decent shoes, and come on out to this incredible show. You may never see such a sight again. Now, since I went into detail about the Misfits playing MSG, probably talked a little bit too much about something and said really nothing at all, it makes sense that our next episode should be a Misfits cover tribute, right? And that's why we're going to play Devo instead! Next time around, we got a whole bunch of Devo for you, dear listener, so subscribe and stay tuned. In the meantime, as in right now, here are As Diabats helping you go crazy with Full Tilt Boogie. 911, what's the nature of your emergency?
Skullboys and Loka. That'll wrap up this episode of Six Foot Plus, dear listener. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. We'll be back soon with another edition of this little podcast. So subscribe, rate, review, recommend, and befriend us online. Six Foot Plus on Twitter and Facebook, and Six Foot Plus Podcast on Instagram. We're also going to give this whole Discord and Slack thing a try. See what we can do before it all becomes a flaming mess. So let me know online which one you prefer. Can't really do both. I can barely do what I'm doing right now. (laughs) But what I'm doing right now is thanking you. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to end this show with the grave babes and hello heart as we turn our eyes once again towards October. Ah, a hundred days or so until Halloween. And it'll cool down much sooner than that. 
So for those of you melting the heat, continue to hover by your AC units and we'll be back in your ears to help make this summer fly by. Or perhaps we'll make it drag out because as I said, I've got so much work to do before Halloween. Uh, Gravedigger's job is never done. But this episode is... Until next time, dear listener, stay creepy, stay strange, and stay cool!
Six Foot Plus, episode 255. SBF 666. I can't recall if I said that last episode was 253 or 254. It's been quite a weird year. 2019. We remembered for its highs and lows. And hopefully our lows don't go down six feet. Six Foot Plus, maybe. Six feet, no. This has been Six Foot Plus, a 9981 production. The show's theme song, Carpe Noctum, is performed by the Madeira. Hala, Ivan. Urban Graveyard Lounge, provided by Kavakan. Mahalo. Monster Matt Patterson of the Monster Matt Minute can be found online at hahahorror.com. Craig Chaos can be found at uncommoninterests.bandcamp.com. To learn more about the music featured on this episode of Six Foot Plus, as well as past episodes, head on over to sixfootplus.com.